All right, let me uh, uh, emotionally surmount all this bad negative. <laughs> 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 Welcome to the Catholic Nerds Podcast, your watcher's source for quality Catholic nerdery. This is Scott, Mary, Cody, Colby, and Eric. Oh, y'all got your names right. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Took us a minute. Oh, wait, I'm Steve. Oh, no. Do it again. (laughs) So, I don't know if my terrible intro gave it away, but tonight we are talking about what if. And this will be coming up soon, but the coolest mind-blowing revelation about the whole what if, the biggest Easter egg of all of what if, will be coming up soon. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> and spoiler, <laughs> lots of spoilers ahead. Uh, one big spoiler, they're all connected. <gasps> but to start off, let's see, uh, let me, I'll go through, you just tell me if I'm missing any missing any of the episodes what if peggy carter becomes captain what if killmonger kills tony stark what if zombies what if thor is an only child oh, wow. you're going like all over the place like they're yeah out. you're not even know. going in order yeah i'm not going <laughs> in order. all right keep going keep what going if, uh, let's see the last two are what if ultron won and what if the watcher broke his vow and I, I skipped Doctor Strange's heart because I couldn't remember how that was phrased. Uh-huh. And what if what if, what if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? Yeah. Uh, and what if T'Challa became the Star Lord? Or what if the world lost its mightiest warriors? Oh, or what if tonight? What if tonight? Remember those who gave their blood to defend this country and hail the victorious dead. What if hail the victorious dead? <laughs> <laughs> so which of those is y'all's was y'all's favorite can oh, we definitely. do our least favorite <laughs> <laughs> is it, are you are y'all gonna be uh hating on what if zombies also because that was I'm, no i, I love it i'm pretty sure i Eric didn't watch it go ahead eric i didn't like what if zombies either <laughs> i thought it was i i thought it was way Gratuitous. too camp, way too campy honestly campy yeah. yeah what do you mean by campy i mean like it people are people are dying and they're making jokes about it yeah <laughs> like I, mean, I i thought that dying. i thought it was going to be kind of more of a serious episode but it was it was i mean it was just like the rest of the series it, it's a lot of jokes and it's, it's supposed to be a fun series Correct. but i just i just felt for the the dying people for what it was going for it just didn't it, it was too dark it felt weird it, it was yeah. like not not that it was too dark i don't think it was dark enough in a sense that it was dark not, subject matter but not handled yeah handled not handled correctly i think it was yeah there, I mean, there was how, someone... about, how about the culmination of the zombies remember what happens they like a mountain of zombies is dropped on <laughs> Super yeah. Ultron, Super Saiyan Ultron. Yeah, that was that was hilarious. <laughs> I, I will so that, that yeah, I'll, I'll give props to that. That was fun. Um, 
But yeah, it just, I really I, enjoyed the zombies episode because of the way like and I'm a big fan of like B-rated horror movies, right? Like or D even D-rated horror movies. Like they're just <laughs> horribly done. Are they right? B-rated? Yes, yeah, so, yeah, we'll okay. skip right over I'm them. I'm just though. curious. Uh, <laughs> It'll see. Like so hey, D is still <laughs> passing with Marvel uh in the Marvel zombies and with with the different characters there's always those jokes right they they right. remain in character even in the darkest of times and which is kind of one of the things that i enjoy about marvel characters versus dc characters because they just enter into depression right whereas the marvel yeah. characters stay their character they don't like it's not they don't enter yeah. into a depression very much they remain witty and well i mean like thor goes into a depression but it's not like it's i don't know well, and, and no no parent should have to bury their own child i mean if you do that eventually that's going to lead you to be depressed that's true i don't know i guess thought colby it's true yeah. <laughs> i mean i okay. see i see where you're coming from and i and i get it but at the same time I just feel like it wasn't. I just think it should have been the writing should have been a little more serious for for the source or like for what was going on. I guess I don't know. Other I mean, than, it's fine. It's fine. Other, other than that, than. I mean, it was it was it's funny. I liked I liked Ant Man. That was my favorite part. When in that he's a head in a jar. That that was funny. That was hilarious. That was funny. But and then and then, he gets, and then he gets he gets he gets uh Doctor Strange's cape and then he's head and jar flying around. <laughs> so that okay. I, I will give you that that was my favorite part of the episode. I didn't like how how vision um but it was turned evil for that. It was logical. I, no, I don't I don't think it was. You it mean, was you look at, you look at vision's character who is in love with Wanda, right? I see so that he but does I see, everything for Wanda. But I see that as more something some that I see that as the train of thought that Wanda had in WandaVision. Mm-hmm. I, and then you see how Vision or the, the Mind Stone version of Vision, how he you know talked her through that and stuff. So I, I that's why I don't think it's believable that Vision would go to keep Vision. Wanda Vision asked of Wanda to sacrifice him for the good of humanity. And Vision, I think, is like sort of pure. I mean, he he can lift Mjolnir. He's purer of heart than Wanda is. He's more yeah. noble. He's more noble and courageous and selfless. And I don't think he would sacrifice other human beings for Wanda. One problem. He is a vision. This is a vision of a different multiverse which is okay can i okay can true I, can i air a grievance real quick? <laughs> but it, it it it's still it's still kind of based on the the same universe though right and which but is i mean a whole I, problem with I, okay yeah it, it's, me, a, it, it's like, a different universe sure um but the the fact that or my my problem with it's not vision keeping wanda alive it's vision lying to people and bringing them there to feed to Wanda. Right, right. Which that was, what that even was more happens, my problem. What even happens if you don't before. feed a zombie? Like if, if you I, don't I guess, feed a zombie, I guess they die? They go to a catatonic of, state. Oh no, I, a catatonic zombie 
It depends on. I, the I guess his type of zombie, I guess but yeah. maybe his reason yeah. was to keep her satiated, because otherwise she would be using her power to just like, you know, kill everybody destroy anyway. Now, everything. if if they established that she would destroy like the world or the universe if he didn't do this, that would make a little more sense. But right, he could yeah. he could kill her like he he could just finish her right right yeah I know that or would be he, hard he for him to anyway. do. If right, Wanda yeah. could, if Wanda could bring herself to do that for him, I think he could bring himself. If Wanda could do that to him for the universe, I think he could bring himself to do that to her. Right, and he he eventually did because he he self destructed by taking the Mind Stone out, but and tried to bring the building down, but it didn't didn't work in the end. So I mean, it, right. he did he did eventually turn around and sacrifice himself, but you know, I I just don't I didn't like the fact that he started you know luring people there to to feed to wanda i guess right so so i i personally now i guess i'm maybe sort of the, <laughs> and colby's the re- like yeah <laughs> i was gonna ask i mean just so much death like how much can men take just against such reckless hate i just don't get it bad <laughs> <laughs> man the beacons I, are lit <laughs> so we're about to hear mary's whole problem with Marvel right now. Well, I guess I feel I feel like I'm sort of like a representative of someone who's less into like the comics and stuff. Like the more like the more average viewer of Marvel that's like, the casual viewer of Marvel is I feel like what it had going for it before was it was overall even though there were things that would happen that were sad or or upsetting it was overall fairly uplifting and positive and coherent and now i feel like with the series um as much as i enjoyed wandavision um i don't know i just feel like they've taken a much darker route and i feel like multiverse stuff even though i know it's there's a long history of that in comic books i just feel like it's largely incoherent and and like like the fact that in some universes there's someone who has this role this this title but is a different person entirely with different DNA. Then in other universes, there's the same person in the same role who's gotten to the same point in time. It just seems like, like even with Loki, like the fact that there's Lokis that are all different DNA, but somehow they're still Loki. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just I, seems- I how you're saying, that like philosophically, this seems chaotic and at right. the- beneath everything there's only disorder there's not the order right. that god provides and, and like but defeat at the same time at the same time even though that's disorienting at the same time each of these universes are so similar that it shows still a determinism right mm. there's still determinism a still present still a fate present that okay look if one butterfly flapped his wings differently 65 million years ago each one of these multiverses would have been completely different there's it's ridiculous with this with millions upon billions upon billions of different choices that could be made that you'd still even have a nick fury that you'd still even have that's my issue (laughs) one also the idea that ashton took care of that for us though well also the idea that you make a a choice and suddenly you spawned a universe just seems nuts like like, oh, I make a decision, and because of that decision, there's two universes now instead of one. Like, no one has that kind of power. Like, you know? 
I don't know. I know. Mm. I know this is all comic books, but <laughs> it's supposed to be science fiction, fantasy, right? Of course, right. Yeah. I just yeah. haven't been. For me personally, I've found that it's like such a departure from the Marvel I loved that I've been finding it difficult to stick with it. But I, I can appreciate your opinion. Um, but for me, gladly, I accept it. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so i didn't mean to throw us off by talking first about the episode and not that we're still there i think we've kind of moved on to some good philosophy but focusing on the episode that people didn't like as much what if zombies what were y'all loved episode? it i loved it <laughs> love it <laughs> love it i think what's more important is we need to talk about the elephant in the room or you could even say the duck <laughs> the duck in the room Howard. Howard. Why is that, that was clearly, That was clearly yeah. the best part of the whole <laughs> season. Howard the Duck. Yeah, Howard. No. Howard's oh. now finally part of the MCU. Ah. He was already it, part it, of the Or no, MCU. yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. He was in a post credit scene. I forgot. It was a, yeah, post credits in... It was in... Gar- uh, it was Guardians. Guardians, Guardians, Guardians 1? Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Guardians 1, I think. When we first got introduced to the Collector, mm-hmm. yeah. he was in one of the Collector's cages. He married Darcy, by the way. That was, was funny. Yeah. That, was, that was an episode that I liked. That episode was fun. That was, that was, that was, the, very that was the Thor, the Thor episode. Thor and only child. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. And then those goofy episodes like that, where I, I totally believe that. I feel like that could totally happen. And uh, yeah, Darcy. Enough, Howard. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> yeah. so Nebula in that episode uh, Dar- says, uh, Dar- Darcy's one of my favorite human beings. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, Slow Darcy. down. What? Uh, Nebula <laughs> Say that again. The, Nebula at the crap stable. I think it's crap stable. She's like, Mama needs a brand new eye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. I think my... Or go ahead. Sorry. It's, I was going to say, it's amazing they got all these actors together, all these voices. Most you know, of the, them, the original voices. Yeah. And also, the, the last time uh, Chad Bozeman for yep. T'Challa, this was his last recording before he passed. Yep. So, yeah. seeing that again, and I'm like, wow, dude, yep. this is now, the last time you hear his voice. And he was actually one of the first to actually sign on for the What If series. Like, apparently, he was really excited about the What If series and signed on as soon as he was approached with it. That's why he was probably in every episode. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Practically, he was in every episode. So, with the uh, What If T'Challa became a Star Lord, right? Mm -hmm. I I love the concept. Don't get me started. But I hate (laughs) what they did to Star Lord. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Like, well, especially since I think it's somewhat politically aimed at Chris Pratt. Right. I, I, yeah. I think there's a I mean I say I think like there's definitely a lot of negative energy directed at Chris Pratt yeah and at the, at the same time no one wants to say anything mean to they may not even be in the same room with uh was it Bozeman um you know everybody wants to honor his memory and so it's mm-hmm. they're kind of everybody's acting that he's the greatest you well, know? I mean, right, the, but I right. mean, the episode was written before he died. The episode was written and recorded before then. Yeah, like they made him out <laughs> to be. Point. Yeah, they made it out to be that like he's 
like that if, if someone else was in Chris Pratt's, I realize it's not Chris Pratt, it's, it's the character, but if someone else was in his character's shoes, he would be amazing. But it's like, this also is a kidnapped child who went through trauma, yep. who chose to Peter leave. Peter Quill left, was kidnapped right after his mother died. Right. Yeah. But I'm saying also T'Challa would have <laughs> been through trauma. would have been through trauma, yeah. Also, a bit of a, of a jerk leaving his family behind without any i realize they say like oh they all died but like he wanted to go off with these people you know so like he's not jesus as he's made out to be <laughs> like in the episode he's like <laughs> perfection you know mm, so yeah. i it, but- it just bothered me and and people were posting on facebook afterwards like i'm just gonna say it t'challa was a better star lord than than peter quill ever was and it's like oh well, yeah because he was written to be that right <laughs> <laughs> like like yeah. or they uh, said unpopular opinion and i'm like it's not actually it's, that's a popular it's not really opinion. an unpopular yeah. opinion if that's exactly what they wrote it is exactly what they wanted yeah how great of a star lord could he really how really how great of a star lord could he be if he doesn't have an awesome mixtape exactly. exactly that's what makes him that's what makes him star lord mm-hmm. right and then they just had chris pratt hanging out in the dairy queen I know I keep saying Chris Pratt <laughs> instead of Peter Quill, but like, right. it just there seems like, <laughs> it seems like people can't separate the two, you know, like there's so yeah. much, I don't know. They are and, and yeah. I enjoy Peter Quill's Star-Lord because of He's his He's amazing. Like it, it's his brokenness that creates that character. And, so- and if you have that Star-Lord, that's just this perfect character. It's just kind of, boring sometimes yeah, i mean you know what's gonna not, happen not yeah. to jump back into the the real series but like whenever he screwed up the whole thanos moment right just that yeah. moment yeah. of passion just can't let it go but that's part of his character right yeah, that's He's part of his character well, right yeah. Yeah. but also and people also, gave him such crap about that arguably and to me that's something that any number of any number of people would do yeah right i mean yeah. for example or have if, done if i were peter quill in the same situation and this dude just killed the woman i love yeah i'm gonna beat the crap out of him right you know i will say though cody we are all not so lucky in the friends that we keep the old alliances (laughs) may be dead (laughs) now i did also really enjoy the like even though i'm saying this like i I didn't like t'challa as star of the word i liked the, the story it was interesting story I love the fact that he converted Thanos right. and we got to see right. more of Thanos. As yeah. yeah. That was fun. <laughs> and I think I would have found it way more fun if underneath it all, I didn't feel like there was an agenda sort of. Yeah. To right. It. Yeah. Granted, I, I love Chadwick Boseman. I think he's yeah, fantastic. He's yeah. He's great. And I love him as Black Panther. Love him as T'Challa. He, he is great. Right. I just and he's like the whole Star Lord crossover thing. Well, it's pretty what? easy it's T'Challa because he's a king, right? And yeah. do you do you trust your king? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I... Well, and also, <laughs> like, there's not even there's not even a precedent for this because, like, in the in the main storyline, in the main plot line, someone kills his dad, and he goes on a revenge spree. So, like, he's obviously not <laughs> perfect. But in this world where he was kidnapped by psychopaths, he's perfect. And, mm-hmm. you know, can, I don't know. So how, how great yeah. of a person can you be if Merle from The Walking Dead is your foster father? Hey, <laughs> hey, 
Cody's going to be like, don't hate on <laughs> what's his name. What's his name? I was actually trying to think of his real name. Um, the Booker. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Who's also he, in he's Mall a Rat. really good actor. He's like, in everything. He's in everything. And he can like he's, transition his roles like, really well. Kevin like, Bacon has nothing on Mr. Booker. <laughs> oh. I, I don't know about that. Lately, I've but really been. Does he shine? I'm always sidestepping. Does he shine a candle to Gary Oldman? Oh. Wait, to do what? That's Gary, Gary Oldman is the oh. master chameleon. Yeah. yeah. Like from Fifth Element. Zorg. Or Sirius uh, Black. Churchill. Dude is yeah. fantastic. Dracula. Is. <laughs> yeah. Did someone say Winston Churchill already? Yeah. Yeah. Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. So good. But I mean, yeah. Winston Churchill was like stunning. It was. Like, like he, he was really unrecognizable. Was. Yeah. He was recognizable, but unrecognizable. At the See, but Gary Oldman, Gary Oldman is the, he's the unrecognizable actor until you know who he is. Right. Yeah. Right. Then you see him everywhere. He's great. He's the doctor. He may be the doctor. Oh, <laughs> so, so, speaking of the doctor. Oh my gosh, are we going? Well, before before we go to the the That's Doctor Strange thing, episode, <laughs> um, going going back to to uh, Star Lord Chichala episode, um, one of the one of the things I noticed too with with like the series as a whole, and, and part of the writing that I didn't like is, uh, I mean I can see why they did it. It's the little bits of fan service from the the MCU that they put into everything. The one-liners that come in where Thanos is like, it'd be a snap, you know, and stuff like that, where you're like, oh, yeah, okay, reference to the movie. Hey! You know, I get it. And I I was watching, I think think there's a channel on YouTube called Honest Trailers. Oh, yeah. And I I watched, (laughs) I watched their their review of the series, and they they were saying that they had a line in there that said uh, the, 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 I'm paraphrasing that the writing was like if the character Chandler Bing from Friends wrote the MC, this series because <laughs> everybody has That's these like funny. everybody has these like quips back and forth to each other. Yeah, That's just like inside jokes and like inside jokes and things like that with, that, <laughs> with the that, audience. That, yeah, that don't and they don't land very well and i i know these episodes are they're only 30 minutes long so they have a lot of information to get through and i i just feel a lot of it was rushed for that sake um but obviously you'd have to watch the original movie and you'd fill in the blanks anyway but as a standalone you know piece of artwork as itself it was rather rushed a lot of the comments are like kind of obvious like Oh wow, that's a big robot. Yeah, it's a big <laughs> robot. Yeah, <laughs> it, it just it just seemed silly. It, or just one of my gripes, I guess. There there's very very few moments where I laughed out loud. A lot of it's you know just it was kind of it was entertaining for the most part, but I don't think I had any you know bust busted gut right. moments. I think I was like the first episode really got my hopes up because of how they had like it was Peggy being yeah. the first Captain America and which and, I really enjoyed that that whole concept. Well, and and yeah, yeah, Steve being the first Iron Man, so it was like multi, it was multi layered, and yeah. you know, um, and then yeah. I just after that I was pretty disappointed, but 
that, that I cannot speak for Cody, who was I, yeah, I enjoyed he was the not whole series. It, it was yeah. just fun, you know, and, and that that's that's kind of how I took it. Like, I don't think that this series is going to have any real implications in the MCU. Well, now you've done it. Now you've said it. I know. Now I've said and it. Now right? it's gonna. Um, but <laughs> like, I think it was there for entertainment's purpose. You know, right? And yeah, it, it's totally. fun, especially from the viewpoint of the Watcher, who I love the Watcher's character yeah. in the comics. You know, like they, they don't they don't really do a whole lot with the Watcher. Um, there's one one comic that I read that did kind of go into the Watcher's backstory, and it's a very interesting backstory. And they explained it in, in one of the uh, episodes, I believe, uh, how basically they took a vow never to interfere, right? And it was because one time when they did interfere like it caused lots of issues right might have created uh, the multiverse in the first place yeah so and it was it, so i i really like the character of the watcher and i like the, the, the that they use bt uh, I, I don't remember his real name um oh, but okay. from the hunger games who's also uh who's zola right yeah no he's not zola oh yeah it's the watcher yeah that, the well, watcher. The, the guy who is Zola is also a game maker from the Hunger Games. Oh, yeah. you're right. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. he's not a game maker. He's one of he's the entertainers. Commentator, commentator. commentator guy. Yeah. He's um, the one with yeah, yeah. the electrical, um, what's his name? I don't uh, know. But anyways, yeah. BT is the voice of the watcher, which mm-hmm. he, he, he does a really good job of kind of being that voice i think and so now every time i'm reading anything with the watcher in it i'm reading it in his voice and i'm like okay yeah i think that worked really well that was a good role for him um but yeah i just overall enjoyed the series um and i i I, again i don't think it's going to have any big implications for the future of the mcu i think it's more of a fun what if you know yeah that's that's my other grievance is the fact that the show is called what if but yet they very clearly lay out that this is not what if this is what is like that this this is this exists (laughs) not conditional yeah in multiple planes and i'm like please give me some coherence when they first made these cartoons it it wasn't supposed to be happening in different multiverses this was just like hey we want to see incredible hulk fight this dude You know, that's how the comic. What would happen Speak, if he did that? Speaking of Hulk, this is the first time I've ever seen the Hulk die. Oh, right. and that, that was is. so upsetting. In episode that was three. Yeah. That, was that was really scary. That yeah. episode was yeah. intense. Yeah. Hmm. That episode to me was like, oh, so they're so easy to kill. And yet all this time they haven't died. It's not that they're so easy to kill. Massive <laughs> battles. That the original Ant Man's bad. Yeah, but still. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, you said crazy. you mentioned that the watchers and he talked about swearing an oath. So question is, this is probably Oatu, even though they never name him. It's, it's it most likely is Oatu, but if he's swearing an oath, to whom is he swearing this oath? Right, yeah. Great question. Is it to yeah, each is it a other? Personal, personal oath? Yeah, to each other. Mm-hmm. Who who yeah. holds him? Who holds him accountable now? Some people are would say eternity, but yeah, I mean, what are, what goes on after the Watchers? What's the next layer? Right. Yeah. 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 I like how I like how Hollywood has. I mean, you know, Hollywood is usually anti-Christian, but 
you get these glimpses of those questions in material like this, which is great. You know, it, it, it I think it brings people, it, if, if people could just have an open mind and think about these questions, yeah, like what, what higher power would the, would the watcher even be, you know, how would the watcher come to, to be? Why, why should he this? care? Yeah. 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 Just a steady state universe. There is no beginning. There's no end. It'll just always be. Self-existing. And then, and that kind of leads into my favorite episode, the Dr. Strange. How, what if Dr. Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? And sent me to a deep, dark place. Yeah. Mm. Several days after. (laughs) Pretty much. much It's just the plot line of the notebook, right? You know, if he loses Rachel. And then. And like I don't like it. I don't like it for the fact that you know his, his character turned turned evil, and he right. like absorbed, uh, you know, everything, dem- everything, all this demonic power to become the, the most powerful being, uh, to the point where he destroys his universe. I like, I like, the, I think the writing for this one was the best out of all of them. It was really well done. Yeah, for the even, the fact though- that. Or for the, or sorry, go ahead, Colby. <laughs> I'd say even though the way you describe that, I'm I'm pretty happy for you because he sounds like an honorable man. Yeah, he. So that are are you familiar with Doctor Strange or the Doctor Strange movie, Colby? <laughs> yes. Okay. So for I guess to completely spoil this one, just because I love it so much, he and if you don't want to hear me spoil it, skip ahead. Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> um, so then in this episode, Doctor Strange in, in, in the original movie, he gets into a car accident, which causes him to cripple his hands, which leads him to search out the Sorcerer Supreme and you know become a sorcerer the way he is. Um in this what if episode, what it it was what if his girlfriend came along with him? I forget the girlfriend's name. Um what if she was with him to go to the dinner mm-hmm. thing? And she died in the car crash. Mm-hmm. So he lost his heart instead of his hands. It still went along the same path, which Mary can bring that back to, you know, how her, her statements earlier about why, why how did this follow the same thing? So he, he essentially, because he, whether he got his hands crippled or his girlfriend died, he eventually still became a sorcerer in the same exact way, fighting Dormammu and all this stuff. Even though completely part- the same events. Right. And, and my understanding is part of what allowed him to become such a powerful sorcerer was the fact that losing his hands stripped him of his ego to a tremendous extent and his and broke down his pride and right. losing his love wouldn't have done that in the same mm. obviously didn't do that in the same you know right yeah um, so so the 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 fact that he he followed the same path is is kind of suspect there but yeah. either way but, um, but I mean, that wasn't that wasn't the point of the series. But the point was right. that at, at some point after he became a sorcerer and he learned the, how to manipulate time, he went he goes back in time and tries to save his girlfriend from mm-hmm. dying in the car crash. Mm-hmm. But he soon finds out he can't save her. It's it's a solid point. Soon. I forget. You say soon or, finds out. <laughs> Well, yeah, he, he 
Yeah, he tries. I guess like uh, every every us watching yeah. the episode, but he yeah. he literally goes back in time like twenty plus times to try to save her. But every time he goes back and changes Something. the outcome of that night, she dies regardless. Right. Something always happens. Another yeah. car crash somewhere. A truck hits him. Uh, a robber comes into the diner they are in, shoots her. You know, whatever, whatever. He he keeps going back, and then he he finally figures out that this is a, a, a what is point. what fixed point in time yeah so fixed right. point in time he can't change it because unless she died again going back to mary and, and the whole incontinuity of it uh, unless she died he would not become a sorcerer to go back in time so it right. creates a paradox um, that happens so, like every movie or show that includes time travel was like right yeah it was like the time but machine that happened like his fiance kept dying yeah. or in smallville right he kept trying to oh, i'll give it some away he kept trying to save lana and she kept dying right all these different things happen but i will say yeah. like but he has a gentle heart and he was a great man that kept his oath so yeah when he well goes out of the shadows to a last fair morning you know yeah but that's where that's where the episode <laughs> takes a different turn because now he's so obsessed with the fact that he needs to save his girlfriend that he learns about a power that is able to change a fixed point in time, but he has to, has to become like insanely powerful. Mm -hmm. And so he, he, he like goes back to a certain point in time to a a particular sorcerer who knows how to, how to do this dark technique where he can like absorb things from another dimension, which it's like, it's a horcruxes. Yeah. Like horcruxes. Potter in reverse yeah <laughs> and so he's like he's like absorbing all these demonic forces and stuff and coming becoming more powerful more powerful more powerful to the point where he um he's like he's like almost there and then he finds out that the sorcerer supreme actually split his time in half so now there's two universes again where at that point in time where he chose to go back to try to save his girlfriend she's the Sorcerer Supreme split time there where one one part of him goes back in time to try to save her. The other part um, realizes that's futile and doesn't want to do that. So you got the good side and the light side. And then they, and then so the bad guy is like, okay, now I need to absorb myself from this other timeline. And so they get into a big fight, which is cool. And then he ends up absorbing his good side. So the bad, the bad guy wins. And the and evil Doctor Strange, well, evil, I guess, in, in a sense, heartbroken, in, heartbroken, heartbroken, evil Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah, he he finally does it. He goes back in time, fixes the point in time where his girlfriend survives, and and a new he, universe is created. Oh wait, no, no, he he just. <laughs> He completely destroys his universe because it creates such a paradox. The universe collapses in on itself and he tries to use his power to, to uh, uh, try to repair the universe. And then, but then he, then uh, his girlfriend sees him who, for who he really is. And he's like taken on this beastly form of all the different demons and stuff he's absorbed. And she's terrified, and then she's dissolving away. And anyway, so it's like because of the paradox, and it's it, it was, it was just, dissolving like 
in the snap uh, snapped uh, snapocalypse you know yeah, they're dissolving yeah. as though he's taking on a thanos function but uh, yeah. killing everybody instead of just half of everybody right yeah but even even if they fade away and the whole universe fades away i i think i would have you smile again you know not to grieve those whose time has come uh for you will see these days renewed and just don't have any more to spare that's beautiful <laughs> beautiful color yeah yeah insightful <laughs> But doesn't doesn't this whole thing again to me as far as and I, I know you mentioned like the inconsistency, but like the fact that in this episode he like okay in other in other it's so uh so in other parts of this concept you make a big decision and it spurns a whole new universe. But in this world, he literally can't change it. Instead of it making a new universe or a fork in the road, instead it destroys his universe completely. No, what? not completely, though. That's what makes it clever writing, is he becomes a universe of one. Right. And it's a small universe that Uatu, uh, the Watcher, that's where he's able to find shelter when Ultron is pursuing him across the multiverse and... This will be coming up soon, but the coolest mind-blowing revelation about the whole what-if, the biggest Easter egg of all of what-if, will be coming up soon. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> but, but y'all, you, like, y'all get my point, though, right? That, like, what, who determines or what determines what? The writers. The writers, yes. What, right, yeah. <laughs> but in this, <laughs> in, this, in this framework, what determines what spurns new universes and multiverses versus what is unacceptable and a fixed point it's whatever and, they put in the script right, yeah i just you can't know. feel right oh, i keep sidestepping you ever seen the show lost yes no, no. <laughs> i mean i know of it i've, Parts I've of seen it. episodes but i have no oh. idea what's about y'all Jay, describing you? y'all describing this series makes you think because it's your boss because season three is so memorable it's like burned into my brain uh, <laughs> that's probably the when, best don't say that that's probably the best about to tear it down, man. Anyways, that's when one of the major Hollywood writer strikes happened, and the whole show fell apart because they got all these oh, random people to come in. Is that the split season? Yes. Oh, okay. That's not the best season. I think <laughs> Sorry. no. Well, three is when everything fell apart, right? And it's just like all this crazy chaos started happening. So then when the original writers came back, they had all this garbage. Stuff. Yeah, garbage. Yeah. It was just out there that they had to try to reconcile when they never could. <laughs> They and should so, have just pretended like that season didn't happen <laughs> and have it all be a dream and someone like wake up and yeah, they could have. Yeah. Right. yeah, well that didn't happen or did it? Mm. <laughs> Before we Wait. get too far far away from Doctor Strange episode though and move on, I did want to mention or one, one more thing to mention too that with how good the writing is in that story, I like I like the morality. I, I like the character development of this alternate universe doctor strange of how his obsession and leading down this dark path um led him to completely change himself in the way that he that it did it it shows us how and with with him destroying the universe it shows how how much sin really affects other people we can always say that you know this the sin just affects me or you know right right uh you know that that little lie or or for you know 
those I don't who are. I don't know if I'm going to be consuming demons anytime soon. Right. <laughs> well, I just well, mean, I, 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 accomplish good you, by doing that evil. Yeah, I, I, I'm using the demons as like a metaphor for sin yeah. for us for us doing sin or accepting sin or whatever, um, and how we think it, it's just going to affect us, but how it affects other people. Like Doctor Strange destroyed the he killed everybody in his universe because because of what he was doing. I I think that makes sense. At least it made sense in my head when I started talking. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it makes sense to me too because I mean dark have been my dreams of late. <laughs> I, I will say in that episode as well. Um one thing that you like you gotta take into account for the character of Doctor Strange is not only did he go through this um you know, hey, I'm not saving her, but he watched her die that many number of times as well. Yeah, he becomes right, a watcher yeah. and can't intervene. Wow, and not by choice. He just he can't intervene. Like it's not yeah. allowed. So, it so he, like, he also had a taste of the torture that he gave Dormammu, where he kept just showing up and nothing changed. Exactly. Yeah, right. yeah. That's that's why the oh, writing. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so we pretty got, interesting episode. And we don't. Yeah. There's so yeah. much. There's so much cool stuff to talk about with this. We've so we've got to get to. Uatu the Watcher becoming the Nick Fury of the multiverse and gathering up <laughs> the new Avengers. Oh, but we see we see Ultron crashing through a lot of different uh, cool parts of Glass the multiverse. Yeah, <laughs> of, for for Ultron as Ultron's pursuing Uatu uh, the Watcher. Uh, once Ultron becomes Super Saiyan Ultron, looks like Galactus and is able to, um, he, his thoughts, be, uh, the narration of the Watcher become his thoughts and he notices the Watcher and that's a really awesome scene. Yeah, that was a really awesome scene. <laughs> yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, crap. <laughs> hey, this isn't, this isn't right. Wait a minute. I'm going to there's some serious timeline issues I think we could talk about uh, in that episode. But before we do, one of the the coolest worlds that he passes through, which I didn't notice until I was doing my research on this. Did y'all, okay, there was Xandar, there's, you know, all these different plants are passing through a Times Square. But did you notice that lava world they passed through? Mm-hmm. I didn't. What did world. It, what did it look like? I don't like? remember that one. I don't know. I'd have to look at it again. But I remember seeing mm-hmm. like lava. And shameless plug to our Twitter account. But if you look at, I've retweeted on the Catholic at Catholic Nerds, um, or at Nerds Catholic, whatever it is. Uh, I've I've posted a screen cap of the of the scene where they pass into this lava world, as the as. Ultron, Super Ultron's pursuing Watu. If y'all can pull it up, uh, that'd be awesome too. But that lava world looks exactly like Mustafar. Mm. Star Wars? From Star Wars. Are you serious? So the multiverse of Disney, (laughs) it's not the multiverse of Marvel anymore. That's funny. So look that up because 
I'm not the only one that has seen this. It's it's becoming kind of a one of those uh, fan theories, but gotcha. That's crazy, huh? That is crazy. Yeah, and and one of the most obvious ones. There's one where Steve Rogers is becoming the president. Right. Yeah. So that was fun. Hmm. Uh, They also passed through one where Galactus was about to consume a world. Yeah. That was pretty cool. So I'm I'm excited for introducing these these characters that have been part of Marvel Comics. Yeah. If we if we get Galactus, we get Silver Surfer and Fantastic Four. Yeah. I mean, well, that's already in the works. Yeah, sure. Okay, uh, so it's some timeline issues. Thanos shows up in 2015 to confront Super Ultron. All right. Thanos. That's <laughs> 2018 Thanos has all the stones, shows up in 2015 to cr- confront Ultron. One big question is why is Gamora still. If he has the soul stone, then but Gamora is still alive. Who did he sacrifice on Bormir to get the soul stone? Or if that's even in this multiverse, in that multiverse, is that not even how you get the soul stone there? But then right. you see Vormir when they're crashing through all the multiverses, you see Vormir still in existence. So, I, well, wasn't it wouldn't it be Gamora from a different universe? Yeah. That's he uh, there's so many different universes he wouldn't, loved, he wouldn't have loved that truly loved that Gamora it'd have to be well, his here's the thing no here's I'm the saying thing. the Gamora, the Gamora that have. we saw right the Gamora was... that we see is a Gamora from a different universe because she mentions here's the soul the, the stone crusher oh wait it's it doesn't for... work because it's for my universe also the... why would the watcher have not told them that if he he would have known that the soul the stone crusher wouldn't have worked except for stones of its universe, why they would he have worked? And they thought they thought it would work. Even the watcher thought yeah. it would work. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. but watcher that that doesn't fit with the watcher's character, right? <laughs> right. right. And the fact that she could figure it out so fast, but he didn't think of it. Yeah, so, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So there were some issues there, but I'm like, I don't care. It's what if. Let's roll with it. Exactly. It's fun. Hey, hey, Cody. Can you uh, give me permission to share my screen? I pulled up the uh, the scene Scott was talking about with Mustafar. You should just say, "I give you permission." I give you permission. It's, it's it's really quick. It's it's literally like three seconds, but I, I paused it. Can you guys see it? No, I see a black screen. Well, well we can see that there's a video about to play. Yeah. Why do you oh, okay. have so many bookmarks oh. for My Little Pony, Eric? <laughs> <laughs> For the record, he does not. Okay. Can you can you see it? Can you see it moving now? Or yeah. Okay. No, it's black screen though. Yeah, it's so just black, black screen. It may, so Disney Plus what? has protections in place. Yeah, yeah you can't share uh, the screen share. Like you you Go to cannot, my Twitter. You can't okay. connect okay. Disney Plus to a projector it's because true. they're trying to prevent. We're we're assuming prevent unlicensed movie Sharing. viewings, like like people having like community movie nights well i think okay. you can Hold do on. you could do watch parties but you have to be like logged in different devices at the same time right right yeah, yeah. okay you, you can't connect it or at least uh, we were unable to connect it to a projector it wouldn't yeah. put if it, it if you let you take a screenshot disney plus doesn't or some apps don't let you do that on, on movies yep wow it's so annoying yep. yeah so anyways so what if ultron won and then what if the watcher broke his vow right 
I really liked that that the concept of what if Ultron won and just like dude he just wiped out the Avengers and then just kind of moves on and on with his prerogative mm. right I, I like with his programming of what it was supposed to be which is you know protecting and making it perfect kind of idea and I just thought that was very interesting that he was able to jump from universe to universe and then ultimately to beyond the universes I yeah. thought it was so cool that he just split Thanos in half. Just pew, done. It's, Which it's like, it's, why didn't we? Because do Vision that? would not do that. Why not? He's he's willing to because he's, his character. He's, he's done the whole thing before. He but to peons. Yeah. To pe- what difference does that make? This no. and it's showing you this is a different. A different Ultron, a different Mind Stone, a different Ultron. But also, this Ultron was able to get the body um, that was denied him, that was given to Vision. Um, so you're seeing the the results of the different choices that were made. Right. But it's also perfect that he splits Thanos in half because Thanos wanted to kill half the people in the universe. Ah. So it's poetic justice. (laughs) The real question, though, if it's a different Ultron, was it the same Jason Spader? No, it's not James Spader. It's Ross (laughs) Marcon. It's uh, Ross Marcon. I don't know how you say the last thing, but uh, he he also that actor voiced the post Elrond Red Skull. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So that that guy has been that voice actor. That actor has been doing is is known to the MCU to the space. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Make a joke, but they made you host. (laughs) Okay, so I I have circumvented being able to record it, and I just took a picture with my phone and sent it to you guys. (laughs) We have a thief, (laughs) a thief in the night. Well, now we yeah, have it totally, yeah, it totally looks like Mustafar, man. That's so funny. That's it is awesome. crazy. What if <laughs> Ultron fought Darth Vader? Darth Vader would lose, but but still. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was also a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. So That's it true. could be, you know. Yeah. He's actually be- going back in time in this one. Yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> but in the multiverse, very far away. We will meet them in battle nonetheless. <laughs> it is not this day. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Eric, where did you send it? I'm running out. Uh, Facebook group. I also mm-hmm. wanted to talk to the Reeds since one of their children is named Francis. And we learned that Clint's uh, Hawkeye's middle name is Francis because <laughs> his, <laughs> but cause that's because he is named for his Meemaw. So, yeah. Name with an IS or an ES, Francis? That's a good question. I'm sure they, they changed it to IS for him. That's such a pet peeve of mine. When, so we, I finally watched Deadpool like last year. <laughs> and I was like, when were you going to tell me that like uh, a very significant portion of this movie is spent making fun of our son's name? <laughs> <laughs> like, like a not insignificant portion. So, so yeah, when they, when they did that, I was like, not again. <laughs> I also really liked Hawkeye and Black Widow, their time, 
Yeah. Uh, fight scene at uh, the beginning, motorcycle. Uh, that was, Hawkeye's like iron arm. If he's like the winner, so what's going on there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I want to know how he lost his arm. Lake um, Bell, I think. Yeah, Lake Bell is the voice. It, where This is the first time we're having post Scarlett Johansson Black Widow, and she's being voiced by Lake Bell, who I thought she and Captain Britannia or whatever the the new Captain America is. It's, it's I just Captain doing, Carter. Captain, yeah, Captain Carter. Carter. I think they had a good rapport. Yeah, they did. Yeah. It, no, it was. It was. I enjoyed it overall. I think it was very well done. Um, it was fun, entertaining. It didn't like it, it introduced some concepts um, that I think the MCU is going to explore with these next few movies that are coming out. And that is yeah. Spider-Man No Way Home, uh, Multiverse of Madness, and pretty much the future of the MCU, I think. I don't think they're going to resolve the multiverse. Right. I think they're just going to have a ton of fun with it. And what they've done is they've opened up a multitude of possibilities by bringing in the multiverse, of bringing back Robert Downey Jr., bringing back Scarlett Johansson. You know, like those, those mm-hmm. opportunities are there for whenever they want. There's also talk of uh, Patrick Stewart and uh, Hugh Jackman coming back to reprise their roles in different ways. Um, nice. So, like... I'm I'm excited for for what the multiverse can offer us, but at the same time, like yeah, it is going to be somewhat confusing for a little while. <laughs> I don't know, man. I have some closure with Logan. I'm I'm okay with it. So <laughs> I, I don't have closure with Logan. Oh. And let me tell you why. Didn't, didn't Hugh Jackman say Logan was the last time he wanted to play it? He did, but apparently he's reconsidering because of the possibility. Because because Patrick Money. Stewart said that he was yeah, he's, he's broke. Yeah. <laughs> so Patrick, yeah, he's he's so broke. But because Patrick Stewart said that he would reprise his role as Xavier, Hugh Jackman said that he may be interested. So uh, like there's just different talk going around. It's nothing set in stone yet. Um okay. but there there is the possibility. Mm-hmm. Um and, and then again, Patrick Stewart did reprise his role as Picard, and we've seen how Star Trek series is gone. So it wouldn't nah. be for money, it wouldn't be for friendship. <laughs> But for right. death and glory. <laughs> I feel the same way. <laughs> oh, but um, now I don't forget what I was saying. <laughs> Colby. But uh, no, I, I am. I'm excited for the the possibility of the future, like of kind of what they're going to bring in and how they're going to do it and how they're going to go about it. Uh, the different ways. And, oh, I was saying I didn't have closure with Logan, uh, and. Logan was a very good ending to Hugh Jackman's story, yep. but not to Wolverine because Wolverine always comes back, right? He's been killed multiple times in the comics. He's had his head chopped off. He's been completely dismembered, like, and he always recovers. He's the one yeah. who survived. And a bullet put in his skull. And he, he still yeah. recovers, right? Like he's, he's frozen solid in adamantium and recovers like like this happens all the time where wolverine is just he gets back he gets eaten by the hulk yeah yeah or no it's the hulk's Hulk's children yeah he gets eaten and he comes back like this is what (laughs) wolverine does he just comes back and so for for the movie to end logan's role i didn't like that idea because he's older and now he's dying from bullet wounds. I mean, 
and, and then a stabbing <laughs> through with, with with a tree what no like that's 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 not the way wolverine goes out he goes out in that movie very well for a story of someone that doesn't have that mutant power of awesome recovery right but not for wolverine i hope that makes sense that makes sense yeah i mean the animal pairs to come back as a wolverine and other multiverse universe i need more lady dust track Oh uh, gosh! <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it does. But the Mar or the Marvel movies that have come out recently are kind of concerning. Shang Chi, the Immortals, are he, they're not exactly hitting box office records, especially no. the Immortals. I mean, Shang Immortals Chi did. Ter- yeah, Shang Chi did. China. Shang Chi really? was fantastic. I thought. I thought Shang Chi actually got. Got booted out of China. Um, I think the Eternals. I think got booted out of China. I think got booted out of the universe. Everyone okay. gets booted out of China. <laughs> I don't know even, my video. We even saw yeah. a trailer for the Immortals, and Val was like, "What is that?" I'm like, "That's one of the new Marvel movies." She's like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard it. It hasn't. It hasn't done really well. Um, and not just from people that are more conservative. Like it's just, it's not a good Marvel movie. But it's one uh, of the right. stories that, unless you're an actual Marvel fan, you're not really, you know, in tune. You're with. Not really vested in. I it. think they're yeah. introducing way too many new characters way too fast. And apparently, right. even even in the not comics, bad. like people aren't fan of the comics, really. Like uh, like uh, there was um, somebody wrote an article about like no overall here. Eternals is one of the <laughs> trying to fix my camera the not so popular comics, but it gives opportunity to bring about a new concept in the MCU and uh, a, a lot of diversity in the MCU. And that's what they were catering to. And it's like, I mean, there are plenty of other characters to go with for, if you're wanting diversity, you got, you know, Miss Marvel, you've got, uh, um, um, What's... Rambo, Monica Rambo. You've got uh, Gambit. You know who can Remy be... Lebeau. Remy Lebeau. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, man, Gambit. I want to see a Gambit movie. I did, but, not right? the, but not the. But not the supposed from... to be making one. Yeah, um, not the Gambit nor... from the uh, Wolverine Origins or whatever. Or right. Channing Tatum. Were they joking about <laughs> Channing Tatum doing it? There, there was a joke about Channing Tatum being Gambit. <laughs> no, thank but, you. No, I, like, I, there's there's so many Marvel characters, and, and this is what a lot of people forget i think about marvel if you look at the 1950s 1960s marvel comics they were breaking all kinds of barriers right the main thing they were talking about is not treating people differently based on their person like the things about them right right that was one of the big things marvel was doing they were breaking all kinds of barriers with that and it was fantastic and so you don't have to pull far from what was originally written to break the barriers to 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 be diverse with marvel They're, like it's already there for you they have so many different characters that 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 have so many different roles that are amazing and people love these characters. So there's no reason to, to rewrite the characters. And it's just annoying to me when they rewrite the characters for diversity's sake, when there's a character already there for it. Now that you say that, where did you hear that? Because I think I saw like a mini documentary one time where they talked about the comic book era was almost like not a civil rights movement, but 
a lot of the characters and story arcs are written based on telling stories of different types of people. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, this well, is just okay, something that I noticed reading read the comics myself. Yeah. I've, I've I mean, seen Luke, someone talk about that before. So it's interesting you say it. Yeah. I mean, just the, just in general, the, the, the dynamic of the mutants and the X-Men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, how that, how they're, they're treated like second class citizens. Everybody's afraid of them and stuff. There's yeah. always. And didn't that originate yeah. during the civil rights movement? Didn't that storyline? X Men started in the 1960s, yeah, I believe. That's yeah. The civil rights. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's that's like the thick of it. The thick of it. Yeah. Yeah. Not that it wasn't going on before then. Yeah. No. And so it just it annoys me whenever people try to, or the powers that be are trying to be diverse for diversity's sake and and excluding the diverse diverse characters that are already there for us. Right. Yeah. Like even if you wanted to go LGBT, you know, we, we they've they've got those characters in there. But now today's writers are trying to say that everybody's LGBT, and it's that's mm. annoying me. You know, uh, th- those characters are already built into the Marvel universe. We don't need to change characters that have, have predominantly existed in another way in order to uh, cater to a certain crowd. We have the LGBT characters. So a- anyway, it's even- just. And even if those characters don't exist, why not just make your new character? But, or make a new character, exactly. Right, but it, the, that's what that's what Hollywood doesn't want to do because to make a new character, they would have to. Well, that's, taking, they, that's taking yeah, a risk. To, yeah, be original. You have to take a risk because you have to you have to make this new character and then you know get a fan base for it, and that yeah. that takes work. Whereas you could just take an ex, an established fan base. And just just tweak it. And who cares if you know they they anchor a whole bunch of fans or whatnot? But that's that's the yeah, problem is they keep they keep doing that. <laughs> you don't have to do the lake work. You can buy it from someone else. Yeah, <laughs> but but that's the thing. Like like I said, even with those, that there are characters that are already built that way. Um, right. um, one of Wanda's children, right, is uh, Wiccan. Uh, Wiccan, the character of Wiccan is LGBT, right? Mm. Um, it, that like, and that has was built into his character from the beginning, and so that actually makes sense for that character, right? But if you go with a bunch of other characters and try to make them also LGBT, and it's like, why are you doing this? You know, like they're not, you know, right? And yeah. and so it's just, I don't know. anyways, we were talking <laughs> about that, what if. Well, <laughs> yeah but i guess it i mean not to keep dragging this out but maybe because i guess i guess like at least the wb tried to do that with batgirl or batwoman um yeah i'm not sure i'm not sure how invested you are in that i don't think anybody is but i, I do yeah. remember seeing them but yeah it Bat, batgirl got absolutely trashed and the whole yeah. the whole series or whatever is is horrible and I mean, they they went into it with, you know, Bat Batwoman is a, a bisexual uh, woman, and they went into it with that in mind, and I think mistakenly thinking that being the the whole crux of the series that uh, she's a lesbian and then she fights crime. I, I think that that was too much of a focus there um well and i guess it just shows a difference i'm not i guess well too 
deep into what the sentiment of the comic writers were, but the era of writing the comics, like potentially their orientation or things about their identity told a part about them, but it's not like it's a focal point or it's, it has right. to be right a, a staple part of the story. Right. Like it does today. Right. Right. Like it's understood they're like, that's their persona, but it's that's not a part of who they are. Yeah. It's a part right. of who they are. It's not, the definition of who they are. Right. And, and yeah. I think that unfortunately the world today has uh, your orientation is what identifies you as you. And I think right. that that's just, that's, a, that's a bad way to do things. Like your orientation, well, not even, your not even just color, orientation. Your yeah. Like just whatever. focusing on yeah. one thing and, and magnifying yeah. it to a very large. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, people are, people don't fit into boxes. Like that's really all there is to it. There's, there's no perfect box. A person is a person, no matter how small, right? Um, <laughs> a person is a person. Like they, they're, they're diverse. They're unique. They're interesting. They're, they have all kinds of stories and you, you can't just label someone and leave it at that. Uh, right. <laughs> you know, you, you've really got to dive into who they are to figure out what, and you know, you're never going to figure out what's going on, you know, you, but to find out who that person is, you really have to discuss you know you can't just say oh well they're this therefore bleh you know sure. uh and so i just they're this therefore they are <laughs> right it's a, it's it's just it's sad that hollywood has taken that that trope i guess and run with it of mm. well this is who they are and this is how we've got to characterize them and define them and it's like come on <laughs> you know one thing i would say to hollywood is you have no power here <laughs> all right so i think we're yeah, gonna go ahead and wrap it here. up and for <laughs> our listeners that have listened all the way through this i don't know if you've noticed um but colby um did not watch what if <laughs> um he, he was watching a different series or uh something along that line honestly and, i think uh, at this point if i did actually watch a show before we talk about it people would probably be shocked right so but instead of admitting that he didn't he just participated in the conversation with uh quotes and thoughts from the i was i was offered a challenge (laughs) uh and now we are supposed to try to guess what it is uh and honestly i have no idea well i know eric and scott know you have no power here oh yeah well you got me the entire show i uh, have been spitting quotes from theoden that's funny <laughs> yep nice, nice. hoping All to right. make them fit with the conversation but yeah right, right. so we, we, you should do we or we should do i don't know am i considered we you are we know we yes <laughs> i don't know if i'm considered part of the group i know i got my own thing with you guys but uh yeah this, this should totally be a thing now and then and then but <laughs> like watch. nobody nobody should say anything we should colby should just do that every episode it doesn't always have to be me i mean we could rotate yeah. in and out that's right somebody right. else uh, okay yeah. watch right so y'all did the great reveal yes we did the great reveal um yeah, cody and we're cody we're did not guess it now so scott, scott i'm assuming you know yes yeah lord of the rings but yeah i'm assuming it was all three movies and not counting any of those hobbit grotesqueries <laughs> not just lord of the rings in, in particular one person oh okay hail the hail the victorious dead is that theoden mm-hmm. 
Way to go. Wow. Yeah. And no one should have to bury their son. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No one has to bury their son. You have no power here, which is technically Saruman through Theodos. I don't know if that counts. The only, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are a couple of them. The only one I didn't get to, to toss in, I was kind of hoping for a moment, was I recognize your face. Oh, that's so yeah. good. I love that. That's oh, well. a good line. But anyway, oh, that, yeah. in his last words, I know your face. No, that's when he, he first comes back. Anyways, yeah, yeah, oh. when he first recognizes her, and then, yeah, anyone, I feel, yeah, yeah oh, yeah, right, and right, right before he dies, too, he says the same line. Oh, he said the same, oh, wow, yeah, oh, yeah, so yeah. Cool. it's yeah, not, so it's not cool. his last words, but yeah. it's one of his last words. I grow cold or something like that, but I grow cold, yeah. All right, did any last nuggets of awesomeness regarding what if before we close out this session? No, I think I'm all good, yeah, I think we're good. It was a pretty good conversation. Everybody go figure out if that's really Mustafar. And I hope we actually do find out. It's not just one of those. Everybody get the picture. <laughs> I sent yeah. it. Yeah, get to the picture. Okay. Go to okay. Catholic at Nerds Catholic uh, on Twitter to check it out. Thank you for nerding out with us, the Catholic nerds. This has been Scott Smith. Mary Reed is dealing with children. I'm Cody Reed. Colby Allen. Eric Dumont. Please do subscribe to this podcast and share it with all your friends, Catholic or not, Robert Downey Jr. universe or Hugh Jackman universe. And remember, time, space, reality, it's more than a linear path. It's a prism of endless possibility. Follow the Catholic nerds and ponder the question, what if?